Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Moments with Nderu podcast, a space where you will be inspired, encouraged, and uplifted. Today's guest is a person who knows his why, which is people, purpose, and progress. Aligning people to their purpose so they can make the progress they truly desire. He does this through training, facilitating, hosting events, and most recently, coaching. He is at his best when working on projects that inspire, challenge, and help people find solutions to their and others' problems. He is also an award-winning artist. Welcome onto the show, Sam. Thank you so much. How are you doing, Mudoni? I am keeping well. How about you? Keeping well, keeping well. The weather seems to be very good, so that helps. Fantastic. So if I've left anything out in your bio, or if someone wants to know you a little bit more, what three words would your friends or family describe you? <laughs> you said friends or family. Depends on which friend. <laughs> Pick the, the kind the three one. words I would think of is the kind one. Okay, let's take the kind one. I think I would say creative, curious, and uh, storyteller. I think, yeah, I like the three. Combination works well. So would you say from a young age, you are the kind of person or child who would stop, not, would not be, or rather would be a chatterbox? Everyone would be telling you, please stop talking. We've had enough of your stories. Maybe please stop singing because I did quite a bit of singing as I was. I, I was one of those kids who would like be making noise and the gate is a bit far off and I'm shouting and I'm like enjoying myself. And someone in the house is like, ah, what's happening now? I love it, singing. You know, yeah. I have interacted with you through AMI. For those who don't know what AMI is, is the Africa Management Institution or Institute, Institute yeah. that just empowers entrepreneurs across Africa with the necessary tools for their businesses to grow. So yeah. me knowing that you are a singer, how did you jump into <laughs> the business field? How did you jump into facilitation? Yet at the same time, you're a creative person. Well, it's, it's that same question of the why. Um, it took me a while to clarify it, but if you think about it, so my why is three words. It's it's people, it's purpose, and it's progress. And in all those things, I'm always looking for ways to inspire, challenge, and equip people. So that could be through music, that could be through any form of communication. So as long as you can connect with people, you can inspire them. And it just so happens that in the business field, SMEs are the kind of group that need all the inspiration. They need the encouragement. They also need someone to provide the tools that they could use today and tomorrow. So it all comes together for me. And as long as I'm helping, you know, move someone forward to the progress that they want, then I'm pretty excited. So it's a bit similar, like what you're doing with uh, the podcast. It's it's a different way of inspiring someone else. It's a podcast song. I might try to do the same thing through a song or a lecture or training or facilitation. It's just... I love how it can get into different nuances. And I guess that's my curious mind. And, you know, one thing that I would want someone who's listening in or watching is that with time, I didn't really recognize this, but we are all multidimensional. So all our gifts and abilities can be connected and can work hand in hand to build towards our purpose. And as you said, build towards your why. So what would you say is the word that is resonating with you in this season? It's so funny because when you when you when you ask me that question, the word that resonates with me is 
resonance. <laughs> and I did, I did think about it. I'm like, yeah, I like that word, resonance or resonate or resonating. Yeah. And why that word? Why resonating or resonate? Well, it's it's the same fascination you just depicted in the sense that because for those who might not know, I mean, you could tie it down to physics or you could think of uh, someone who is connecting with a com like communicating and connecting with a crowd or an audience or one on one conversation. When you say something that connects with the other person and they have like, oh, yeah, ha, I get that. So you could get that with a storyteller where they say something that, yeah, that's my experience. And you feel like, oh, my God, we are together in this. And I love that how a change you make internally can connect with someone else externally. So, for instance, you choose to, to do something with this podcast and decide to reach out to host of different people. That's something that you've done internally. But all of a sudden, so many people are connecting with. So you write a song, you sing it, you share it. And then someone at some point says, this is no longer your song. This is my song because you talked about my subject and you told my story. So I love that ability, whether it's from personal development or career growth, just a change that you make internally. And especially if you align it with purpose, all of a sudden it gives you access to, to just connect with so many different people. That's the word, resonance. I really love that. You've brought out something very important that most people shy away from working on ourselves, what would you say is a challenge that many people face in truly committing to that inner work? Well, it's it's long term. I think, I think most of us are uncomfortable with anything long term. It's like the right now, the time of the recording is like the middle of the year, but you know, like you've had all the conversation about New Year's resolutions, like I'm going to lose 10 kilograms. I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to, and then at the end of January, it's like only 2% of the people who made those promises actually did them. And suppose we are, we are, especially in the world we're living in, we're looking for like a quick fix. You're trying to like, you're trying to pick a skill, but you want to learn everything and give me the one bite-sized thing. And uh, uh, there's, a, there's a brilliant gentleman, John Maxwell. Um, he said he was, speaking and he does this, he speaks all over the world and all these different things and he's really brilliant with personal development and corporate and all these side of things. So one young man walks up to him at one point and says, I want to do what you do. And says, okay, you want to do what I do? Okay, that's fine, keep talking. Says, so, so tell me the one thing, the one thing I need to know so that I can do what you do. And John Maxwell, he has a bit of sense of humor and he turns to him and says, listen, young man, the one thing, the one thing that you need to know before you can do what I do is that there's more than one thing you need to know in order to do what I do. And I think it's it's a brilliant analogy. Yeah, so all of us are uncomfortable in the long term, but that's what it takes. That's what it takes for anything that's worthwhile. I want to tie this in with something that you have just started recently coaching. So this yes. person comes to you and they're like, Mm -mm. I just want that one thing, Sam, please, one thing. How do you just encourage them to tell them, you know what, it's long-term and you just have to commit to the process? Well, it depends on, I guess, how that is said, but I've also built the muscle over time to say, no, I don't do that. Don't do the one thing. If you want the one thing, the quick fix, you, you have to get it from somewhere else. Because if it's going to be meaningful, 
it probably took more than one thing for you to get to where you are it will probably take more than one thing for you to get to where you want to go. So unless you're committed, I'm sorry, I can't be that person to work with you on this journey. So that can be a bit of a challenging situation and can push someone back and say, oh, wait, really, you're serious. But then if you get into a longer conversation, say, hey, you need to be patient with yourself because yes, we do need to be, like, especially in adulting, as they put the word, there's a lot that you're dealing with. If you're uh, uh, you may be husband, you may be father, you may be working two or three jobs and a side hustle. Like all of that is not going to pause because you decided you want to change something. So you need to figure out a way and an easy pace tends to be better so that then it's incremental change and it happens over time. It's it's a bit like cooking food. Like there's no, I mean, instant food is typically not the healthiest <laughs> But if you want a really great meal, you have to kind of put in the time and be patient with, with yourself and with the dish. If you're able to, I know um, yeah. sometimes when we reflect on our lives, we don't really like talking about a challenge. But what was a turning point for you where you knew I need to do the inner work? That's a tough one. I've had a few. Let me see which one I can, I can come back to. I think it was... Ah, of course. <laughs> Very interesting. COVID. COVID gave us the opportunity to do the Yeah. And yeah. I think like even when I even when I say my purpose is 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 my 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 why is people purpose progress. I I actually came to that in that COVID period because it needed clarifying. And I was like, okay, so how do I clarify? I have a sense that I want to do something, but it needs to be clarified. And then it took me down the road of reading a book, uh, start, start With Why, Simon Sinek, and he also has a sequel to it that says, that's called Find Your Why, which has a bit more practical exercises on how you can actually articulate that, do the work, sit down, reflect on your life events, what has brought you to this moment, what is truly meaningful. It took a while, and then evaluating relationships and what contribution you want to make to your community, yeah, so that's definitely a turning point for me that 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 COVID provided with all the negative side of COVID, but thankfully there's a silver lining. You know what seemed to be the pandemic was like, Modhani, you're going to sit down, you're going to face yourself <laughs> in the mirror, and you're going to have a hard conversation. Not yeah. easy, but, you know, in hindsight, I'm truly grateful that I won't speak for everybody, but for myself, that I went through that period or season of my life where oh, I truly, too? yeah, I'm truly grateful where I really had to sit down with myself because pre-COVID, I was busy, 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 busy. And when you look back, busy, not doing much, but just busy, busy. So I really, busy, busy. <laughs> yes. So the pandemic was a moment to just slow down and really internalize and figure out, as you're saying, what's my why? And how do I continue from this point focusing on purpose? So you say you are a father. How are you encouraging your children yes. to know that they have purpose from an early age instead of them trying to figure it out as, as adults later on in our lives? That's a beautiful question. So I'm a father of three. And right now, all of them are, are fairly younger. So one is the first is seven right now at the time of this recording. So there's seven, there's four, and then there's like seven months. So it's quite interesting. Um, right now, I think what I'm doing is just recognizing their gifting 
recognizing their gifting without putting pressure on them to be something. Does that make sense? I hope it does make sense. Yes. Like, yes. for instance, um, while two of them really like singing. So, like, it's instead of, it's not like, ah, this is the path to being a musician. No, it's just like, let's sing more. What? Let's make up a song. So I'm a songwriter as well, but I learned quickly, don't try to label stuff that way. It makes it a bit too technical. Let's write a song. That's like, what? I'm seven years old. What does that mean? Instead, it's like, okay, let's make up songs. And all of a sudden, they're making up songs for their seven-month-old brother, and the brother is laughing. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But at the same time, applying themselves in school and just encouraging them to try stuff and to do their best because it's a whole journey of discovery and who knows what's down the road. Yeah. But so that's something I'm trying to be very practical on. Yeah. That's powerful. Just recognizing their gifts and not putting a label because as human beings, we like to label things, you know, quickly yeah, just yeah, put, yeah. So, yeah. and so you're doing yeah, this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And interestingly, we, so we like to label, but also we, we, we like to sometimes, especially when those labels are nice, they do something for you. You're like, ah, I'm Muthoni. And they said, I am this. So yes, this is it. Yay. And then you may miss out on the opportunity to, to, to discover what other expression of that is. Um, I have a friend of mine who, who was, who, for a long time did radio he's like a great communicator and we just realized the same person could do tv could do radio could do podcasts he could uh mc and he's now venturing out in a bunch of those things because it's all communicating and connecting people so if at some point he just pegs himself as a radio presenter then that cuts off all the access to the other expressions of the same same gifting different expression that is so true. Let me tell you, I agree with that. And I'm not going to add anything else to it. <laughs> I, saw, I saw there's a story that was coming, but then you then you quickly jumped off. No, no, the, the, story, <laughs> the story that I am tying this to is your younger self is seated across you and they are eager to step into the world. They know that they can sing. How do you encourage right. him to recognize that they are so, there's so much that's within him that's going to unfold throughout the years and to be patient with himself. I would just say, I think, uh, and I think this is the thing I like to live with, especially in trying to inspire people, is just tug at that string. Mm -hmm. Just tug at that string. So right now, if it's for that friend of mine, if it's radio, just keep tugging at that string. See what else comes through. See what else unravels as you keep tugging at that string. Because some things are incremental, some things are, uh, the same and you build big others are oh it's a it's a winding path of discovery where you find gold in different spaces and again that's why i like the word stay curious because you don't really know yourself stay curious curiosity as a young girl i was always curious asking so many questions and one thing that i appreciate about my parents is that they encouraged my curiosity and they always said Maloney, keep on asking questions so I would want whoever is listening to this, just be curious and target that string that's that's in your heart. And you're just wondering, how do I continue moving forward? It's interesting, I had a conversation with my sister, I think maybe a few days ago, and statistics were saying, she was at a talk and they were saying that 
out of four people, or rather, if you pick out four people, three of them are going to be men who have committed suicide. So how do you inspire and encourage the men in your space or wherever you go to, to speak up or to seek help wherever they need to seek help for? Uh, that's, a, that's a heavy one. Mm -hmm. I think the thing I would say is, is stay a part of a community because by the time you get to that extreme of, uh, you know, you know, mental well, there's a whole spectrum for mental health, right? So for some, it's just, you need to sleep, you need to sleep. Others, it's like manic depression, it's crazy on the extreme. But I think what helps is to be in a part of a community. And I'm a Christian and uh, I read the Bible. And one of the things it says is the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And if you think about it, there's a progression. So there's steal, kill and destroy. It's sort of stealing is okay, one level, kill is the next level, destroy is the next. And I think isolation is the beginning. So the moment, um, the moment you start listening to the voice that tells you you're alone or you don't need people, that already should be like an alert that says, no, that's not really true. You, it's, it's better to be in a sense of community and not necessarily a thousand people, but at least if you have a small community, um, two, three, four people that really care, that, that really ask, how are you and they, and they wait, you know, not that like, hey, okay, good, hey, but like, how are you truly but also the other thing is the beginning of that is to be that kind of friend as well to say to pick up the phone and say Mudoni, how are you doing how's the business how's work no really how is it going the last time we spoke you were seemed a bit off is everything okay and and when we give that it's given back to us and and we stay in a, in a cycle of good health i like that be, be in a space of community but also you mentioned that um, the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and it's a progression so how would you say yeah. faith anchors you through it all oh in every way i think everything i do my whole my whole why is anchored in my faith so from it's amazing like from the sessions where like uh, the context of our meeting was in a in a facilitation space where we're talking as like entrepreneurs and small and medium entrepreneurs and all that i'm literally praying for the session before we go in in the preparation praying that people's businesses will thrive um as i'm doing my music i will be praying over songs and say lord whoever listens to this i hope it inspires them i hope it encourages them i hope it lifts their day when i'm emceeing at events i'm saying god I'm hoping that everyone who comes through gets a good deposit of what you're trying to serve here. Whether I'm singing at a wedding, all those things are really anchored in my faith. And I find that everything I do is an expression of who I am. In fact, um, one, of my, one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew 5, 16. And it says, let your light so shine before all men. They may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So for me, everything is, the foundation is my faith and everything else just kind of gets its branches. I like that. I like hearing when people are anchored in faith. I'm also a Christian, and it's very <laughs> enriching and encouraging to know that we are all, you know, our journeys are unique, but we're all being called to spread the gospel to the ends of the year. So the strategy is different, yeah. but ultimately is to yeah. reveal Jesus wherever we go. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit and ask you random questions. Don't overthink. Don't overthink uh -oh. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you 
were given an elephant. What would you do with it? <laughs> Immediately, I would use it to train people about perspective because sometimes one person is looking at the back, one sometimes one person is looking at the side. It looks like a wall, it looks like a tiny hippo at the back, it looks like a tusk, and it would be the analogy. That's what comes to mind. That is brilliant. I like it. <laughs> so if you could interview a famous person, alive or passed away, who would you interview? I just thought of all sorts of people like uh, Obama, or I just thought of um, Oprah. I, that's, there's a whole list of people coming through my mind. Mandela, this, yeah, this is just, I can't turn the top off. <laughs> no worries. It's just like me. I usually get stuck with that question and I'm just like, you know what? There are many, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For different reasons, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I feel all all would be around the impact that they have they've made on, on other people's lives and, and how they've managed to get that resonance going for them. Fantastic. What are you learning about life from your children? That it's one day at a time and that all of them are unique. Like we are all unique. I have three kids and before you get kids, you you can hear that um, the all of them are different. You just don't quite get it until you have three kids who are very different in their temperament and personality and just the joy of who they are. Everyone is a special color. And I suppose that reflects on all of us. Moloni is certain type of beautiful and Jane is a certain type of beautiful. Sam is a certain type of, everyone is a different shade uh, and a color. And isn't that amazing that our God is a God of creativity. And, yeah. you know, he did not hold back with nature, creatures, and ourselves. So it's, it's just amazing. <laughs> he blows my mind sometimes when I think back. Yeah. I just think about it. And with that, I just wonder, how can you encourage someone to look beyond their limitations? Because God is a God of endless possibilities. You know, he didn't hold back with his creativity. So that means life can be lived through um, endless opportunities or possibilities. So how can you encourage someone to just keep on going and recognize that the horizon is still far ahead? Nice. Oh, that's a, that's a beautiful question. How do we do that? I think it's a bit similar to what we talked about, like um, curiosity, stay curious. The moment you, the moment you seal, the moment you put a we say full stop here in a different context they say a period the moment you put a period or a full stop to something then you're not asking questions like what you said and ask more questions what if what if just what if i tried this what if i i mean what's the worst that could happen what if i tried this this may not be the path that is the thing but this is the thing that might lead to something more interesting i wonder what's behind this let's try it out let's speak to a stranger let's let's have a podcast where we're, we're being asked random questions let's see what comes of that just try stuff don't peg yourself to a certain box and say this is me i'm waiting for my deathbed just try stuff legal yeah. stuff moral stuff but try yes. stuff <laughs> <laughs> yes it's good to just to have that disclaimer Yes. Legal stuff. Yeah, I said that then I was like, uh, yeah, we need to, yeah, don't try robbing banks. This is not going to end well for you. <laughs> yeah. So Sam, how do you want to be remembered? 
I would like to be remembered as a person who inspired, challenged, and equipped people to be their best version. I like that. And may God bless you to do that fully, fully. Yeah. But, well, I was going to ask you the same question. If we, Am I okay asking people questions on, on their Please. podcasts? You know, it's okay. You know, you know, I always wonder how I would be in someone else's podcast. I think I would be just like yeah. you. Can I ask a question, please? Can I ask? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. No worries. And how, um, how would you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as the person who stepped into the world and truly poured out all her gifts fully. Like whatever was deposited in me, I poured it all out, used it for, used it to bless others and truly to Reveal Jesus wherever I'm sent by God. Well, that, that leads me to a more specific answer to the question you asked, who would you want to interview? When you talk about someone who just poured themselves out completely, think of Miles Monroe. Like he was a pastor. He was a presidential advisor to several presidents. He was a writer, author, communicator, global this and that. Just like... I would like to ask him, my guy, like how many hours did you have in a day? <laughs> right. Started from like poverty, poverty, poverty. Yeah. How in the world? But thankfully, you put all that stuff in books and we can read it. Although a face-to-face -face conversation would be like really brilliant. That's same. That would be the ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, same to me. I'll <laughs> just be like, we have 24 hours. You seem to be yeah, getting like, extra. How? Yeah. How did you bribe God? What happened here? <laughs> But I think ultimately ties into what you have shared in your bio where you know your why and you don't shy yeah. away from your why. And wherever you go, you use that to bless others. I was listening to a sermon where, yes, you can be blessed. Yes, you can have the gifts. But if it's not connected to purpose, it's meaningless. Right. So I think just making sure that all that we do is connected to purpose and we know our why in everything that we do. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love it. Couldn't agree more. So I want to thank you so much for coming onto this podcast. Thank you, Madhani. I definitely appreciate the invite. So dear listeners, whoever is watching, I hope you can pick one or two things from this conversation. For me, is be curious. Make sure you understand your why. And inner work is long-term. And also don't be hard on yourselves. Take it one day at a time. So until the next episode, continue being curious.